Hi, my name's Nicole. I have been uh, working with Rachel for the past several months. And I would just say, you know, she's a wealth of knowledge. She's natural at what she does. She gives you, you know, advice that I think you can use every single day. She's super real, leads you down the right path. Um, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, her skin camp is exceptional for anyone that wants to take a bit of a deeper dive. It's like being in the bathroom with Rachel. She guides you through everything. She's super passionate about it. You have the ability to watch it over again. Um, by far worth all the investment. I go back to it all the time for reference. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome everyone to today's episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. We're live on Facebook, YouTube here. Be sure to subscribe, hit the bell notification on YouTube so that you know when I go live next and subscribe to the podcast. Share this episode with a friend or family member that could benefit from a little bit of a high vibe message to help them age well from the inside and out. I definitely feel like there is a lot that's about to come through here, which is uh, incredible. And I have a lovely, a lovely gift and guest to share with you all, Annette Lopez. And first of all, I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. In today's episode, we're going to cover key skin aging holistic tips with Annette Lopez, discussing things like our aging belief systems, psychological and nutrition tips for health optimization, and a lot more. I don't know if you guys are picking up what I'm picking up on, but uh, this is this is going to be a really special show. So get yourself grounded, centered, balanced, and aligned for what we're going to get into today. Let me tell you a little bit about Annette Lopez. She is a nutritional therapy practitioner and trainer for NLP. Her background is as a trained psychotherapist and trainer of M NLP, which will help you achieve mental awareness, personal and health goals. She knows nutrition is not a one size fits all approach and customizes nutritional protocols based on what each person needs. Kind of like what I do with my clients for skin aging optimization. It's all going to be customized. It's never one size fits all. It's never one silver bullet that's going to be great for everybody. Uh, we're all at different stages of the game, body, mind, spirit, energy. Annette utilizes NLP, which stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, and MER, Mental Emotional Release. She helps you rewire your brain, let go of limiting beliefs, past traumas, and emotions, so you can feel more energy, more clarity, more happiness, and reach the best version of you. By combining nutrition and mindset coaching, her approach will help you feel better spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And then, you know, I'm just here to lend to the conversation that's kind of skin angle and the aging optimization angle. So welcome, Annette Lopez. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. How are you? Hi, Rachel. I'm doing good. It's so good to see you again. 
You too. Yeah, yeah. we just, we met not too long ago mm-hmm. and just, oh my gosh, Annette, you need to come on the show. <laughs> and uh, it's just been great having you here. You even helped me ground before this call. And we really need to really um, support one another emotionally, economically, or ruthlessly at this time with mm-hmm. those that are in alignment with who we feel are in our highest benefit and also the highest benefit of humanity at this time. So what got you started into this work of psychotherapy and nutrition coming together? It's such a cool angle. Yeah. You know, growing up, I was always interested in helping others. And I was the person who at recess, everybody would go to like, oh my gosh, I have a problem. Can I go talk to Annette? And I thought, okay, well, obviously there's a calling here. And then when I got into graduate school, I was um, doing my master's degrees for psychotherapy. I really saw how what I ate, my nutrition, influenced my mental wellness. And I had severe depression before. And then when I switched my nutrition, it was a game changer for me. And I thought to myself, why is this not being taught in graduate school? Why are psychotherapists not being taught the connection between what we eat and our mental health? Because they're intrinsically tied together. So then after I got done with my master's degrees, I went back to study nutrition. (laughs) So I had a few few months break there. And then I went back into nutrition. And ever since then, I thought, I can't do traditional psychotherapy. I need to address holistic, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical for everyone because I've I've seen the shift. I lost 70 pounds, got out of depression, and have been able to stay grounded in the last year and a half. So that's that's my story. That's the genesis of this. That's so cool because mm-hmm. when I would be working with clients, I would see how some of my clients were you know, not doing so good, or they were thriving. And that's why I'm so passionate here on the show to talk about the body, mind, spirit, energy stuff, not just the skin stuff. It's mm-hmm. all the other juicy, really deep stuff that truly leads to a higher level of beauty and radiance. And I'm just curious with with your clients that you work with, what are some of the common trends that you're seeing in your most vibrant, resilient, radiant clients? It's their ability to dig deep and work on what's going on in the unconscious mind and to also be able to focus on the positive. And I think they're both so key because so often we we have these beautiful mantras, we have these amazing um, beliefs that we tell ourselves that we want to just ingrain And if at the unconscious level, we're still believing the opposite or something that's negative, the mantras don't have as much power. So the individuals that have really seen, I've seen that shift in them, that that ability to stay grounded and stay beautiful this whole time is they're willing to do the deep inner work that it's like the dark night of the soul. It's not always easy. I I almost think of like Joseph Campbell and how you have the hero or the heroine's journey. So often we have these these deep beliefs or these events in our past that we think, I'm going to box this up. We're going to put this in a corner. I'm not going to touch it because if I do, the entire 
closet is going to come tumbling out and I don't know if I can stay together. However, think about that for a second. You open the door, all the stuff gets let out, and then you have a clean closet. You know, then you have the ability to take out what you don't need, clear up that space, that energy, and then you can rebuild from there. You can't rebuild and align when you have a lot of baggage or just past events that you don't want to look at. It's like the one room in your house or apartment that (laughs) has all the stuff. You're like, I can't, I don't want to even open the door. I don't want to go in there. If you cleaned it out, you could use that room. And that's what I've seen with clients that really dig deep and look at the work. They're, They're brave enough to do that. And it does take more work to do that than just show up for your skin and rejuvenation consultation mm-hmm. sessions, use the products. Like, trust me, this stuff is so key, especially right now. And if you're having a hard go, just remember for every bad thing you see or bad thing you hear about a bad person, there's a positive opposite to that. So balance is being restored. We're here to help with that. You can too, mm-hmm. if that's part of your calling, but just, just, Don't forget that we live in a world of duality right now. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be shifts and and balance will be restored. So stay positive. Mm -hmm. And let's dive into, oh, did you want to expand on that for a moment? Uh, Well, just how you mentioned the dualities. I I had a session yesterday focusing on dualities with a couple of clients. And so often the other trend I've seen in individuals that are highly grounded, successful, just radiating right now is the duality is usually we think duality is good and bad. However, these individuals think good, better, better, best. The dualities don't always have to be so skewed in the opposite ends. And there's ways to spiritually and neurologically go within and change that dichotomy so that what you have on each side is good and good, better, best. And so I really encourage you, if you think it has to be beautiful skin or my skin is just not having a good day to day, that's a duality internally that you can shift. Because if you're not having a good skin day, unconsciously, you're just going to bring up not a good skin day or a bad day. And you're just going to toggle between the two, whereas you could be in a more balanced state. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, it's all about trying to achieve as much balance as possible. It's not about being authentic, truthful. It's Mm -hmm. about you being your most balanced version of Mm -hmm. your body, mind, spirit, and energy. And one of my uh, teachers, Angela Sumner, she said something really cool the other day. And it's, it's, again, just kind of adding to that concept of duality that you just clarified, being more beautiful, being more radiant, being more wealthy, being more abundant, being more healthy. I really like that uh, that shift. And I'm glad that you interjected mm-hmm. there and shared yeah. that. All right. So let's, let's uh, dig a little deeper here. How yeah. do our belief systems frame how we age and our perspective on aging and health? This is a really cool topic. I mean, that question in and of itself should really just blow people's brains right? Because we so often think, well, everybody knows that aging means X, Y, Z. Everybody knows health looks like this at this age. And I say, here's an opportunity to challenge that. Have a mental thought experiment and think to yourself, 
why do I believe these things? Where did this come from? Because our unconscious mind is so powerful up to about 95, maybe a little bit more percent of our actions are driven by our unconscious mind. So you're looking at about 5% of what you do, conscious mind. So when people say, I don't know why I'm having this habit, it's because there is something within your unconscious that is driving your behavior in that direction. So think about it, your heartbeat, your eye blinks, the way you walk, that's all unconscious um, systems of the body, right? And so when we think about aging, if we're holding on to stress, if we're not able to process that stress and even release old traumas, old emotions, old events in the body, all that stress gets stored in the body and it ages you. It ages you because when you don't have, um, when you store those emotions in your body, you sleep less, your immune system is severely decreased. And that's key for people perking their ears right now. This is about beauty, but this is about so much more. How can you empower yourself to have a stronger immune system? I would say work with a coach, do some meditations, dig deep within, because there could be some old event from past childhood, even in the last few years, that is really stressing your body. Because when your body is in a state of uh, fight or flight, of sympathetic, I think sympathetic stress, right? Your body is not going to be concerned with, okay, we want her or him or they to get an amazing workout today for their skin to be great, um, for them to lose weight or build muscle. Your body in its inherent wisdom is saying, okay, this she's experiencing a lot of stress or they're experiencing a lot of stress. We need to calm down the immune system. We need to kind of put out the fires that are internally going on. And if it does that, it's not going to focus on skin repair. It's not going to focus on health and wellness. It's not going to focus on all the other goals we have because it wants to keep you safe. It wants to keep your body in homeostasis. And that's, I, I understand how that can be such a frustration. It's an opportunity to release what no longer serves you. And just even the perspective of aging, right, Rachel? I, I think that it's amazing if we can go back to our childhood, looking at movies we watched, music we listened to. What did our parents and loved ones say? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I actually keep a little picture of myself from, I think I was probably four years old. My mom gave this to me. Yeah. It says, which way to the zoo? And I'm holding a bird. And then I have a picture of my mom and holding me as a kid because we yeah. can't forget that. We can't forget like that mm. feeling of just being no. squeezed so tight by our family members, yeah. parents, grandparents. We can't forget about that. How many people do you know are just like completely oh, evacuated have- from that? I have one right here too of me and my mom, Halloween, like my favorite picture of us. She dressed me up as Tinkerbell because I just loved it. But that youthfulness that she imparted on me was because I modeled what I saw in her actions and her words as a child. 
So when in regards to aging, I say, what were the messages you got growing up? You know, what did your mom, your aunts, anybody around you say about aging? Because my mom had me when she was 40 years old. And while that's way common now, back in the 80s, it was not common at all. And she said, I felt great. I I got back into shape right after. I had the energy to run around with you and do everything. And I never once heard her say, oh gosh, I'm X years old. My skin looks bad. Oh wow, I'm X years old. I can't lose weight. You know, I never tell myself those things because I never heard her say them. So much of what we believe begins becoming ingrained in us, depending on your belief system, maybe before we are in utero, in utero, up until about age seven. We're like little sponges for everything that happens around us. So if an aunt or uncle passes by you when you're little and they say, oh, well, you know, I'm 50 now, so it's all going to poop. Get a, as a kid, you're like, whatever. But then that goes into your unconscious. So I would say, look at what were the messages you received growing up about aging? Did your parents say, yeah, well, I'm getting old. I'm blah, blah, blah. Never once did I hear my mom say that. And it it didn't occur to me, Rachel, until I think I was 30, 31. And I heard a friend of mine who is younger than me. They had just turned 30 and she said, well, you know, getting old now, got a creaky knee. And I'm thinking, you're 30. <laughs> to me, old is like 80, 80 some. That's, that's older in life. Uh, but she was already starting to say those things to herself at 30. I thought, oh, girl, you've got to – we've got to switch the programming, you know? And people – one, I'm I'm 5'1", okay? So I'm very petite. And when I meet people, if I'm near a college campus, they think I could be a college student. If I'm out and about, they think I'm younger than I am because, one, the beliefs I had growing up were – supportive of the aging process. And two, like you mentioned, that picture of yourself as a child, that's that youthful spirit that I just love to stay tuned into and connected to because I learned that from my mom as well. So it, it it all comes to programming that we receive when we're younger, the, the belief systems. And if you think, oh gosh, it's all going to go to poop when I turn this age, your body will do it because you've given it the command and the blueprint. I've worked with a client who she said, I truly believed that at 40, my body was just going to decline. And I said, well, what happened? She said, I was great. Prime of my life. I hit 40 and it declined. I said, look, you're really smart. You're a super manifester. <laughs> like this woman can manifest anything. I said, so if you are a super manifester and you at your core believe that, what are you telling your body to do? And she just kind of took this big sigh and said, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been doing this. I said, that's that's fine. You did not know. It was not in your awareness. Now it is. Let's let go of that belief. Let's implement a new one once we've let it go. And she had a shift. It was beautiful. 
I actually witnessed a shift in my mother growing up. She was 210 pounds, night nurse, dedicated her whole life to serving others at the detriment of her own health. And then I got into uh, nursing right out of high school, and I knew I was never going to be a caregiver like that. I witnessed her lose like 80 pounds on the South Beach diet when I was in high school. So through middle school and high school, that's when I actually really, I got a leg up because of her, right? Mm-hmm. Understood that I needed to eat well. I needed to exercise. I needed to look after myself. And then when I got into the field of nursing, I I saw other nurses that were not caring for themselves. They were wearing this busyness badge of honor, caring for others and not taking the time. And mm-hmm. what's, what's going to happen, I just spoke at a caregiver conference last week is you're not going to be a great help to others if you don't put your oxygen mask on first. So, you know, if you have some guilt around looking after yourself, skin optimization, skincare, rejuvenation, looking in the mirror, and maybe you want to look as good as you feel or feel as good as you look, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes there's programming that's going to tell you, oh, that's vain to take that time to care for yourself. Well, you have to. And kind of like unpack these different programs that you have been uh, led to believe is should be your reality and just start to question everything. I did this wonderful exercise yesterday on a call with one of my teachers and she said, in your right hand, think about all the things that you know you're good at. So for me, it's being a leader, being an encourager, being a spiritual leader. Like I've, I've got the Martin Luther Spiritual Leadership Award from high school. My teachers gave that to me in high school. So like that's what I've been told I am. And then on your left hand, make space for things that you're not even aware of yet. Mm. And it was really, really interesting what came up for me. I mean, I'm not necessarily comfortable sharing that, but just see what comes up and make the space to allow for some of the other things to come in that's in your highest good to to then start to like implant and cultivate new ways of being yourself. This is super deep stuff right now. Mm -hmm. But before we got on the call in it, I felt really weird. Mm. It didn't feel grounded, just very like energetically vibratory. And what did I do this morning? I was on Instagram a lot more than I usually was. I was just on a big podcast with Casper Schultz. Of course, I got to get on there and promote it and, and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. It's like that. So so in case you guys are noticing on social media, like I'm doing posts. I'm not on social for days at a time. So if you want to get a hold of me, email info at rachelvarga.ca is going to be the best way because there's some weird interferences happening. And I feel like when we're taking a look at our phones, we're having everyone else's perspectives, traumas, values basically being unfiltered shoved in our faces and that's really dangerous and we need to protect our energy Uh, spiritually we do know that um, there's a higher risk of individuals between 30 to 60 to um, actually be interfered with this is some recent work from dr terence palmer from the uk Uh, so higher rates of interferences um, body mind spirit energy levels uh, uk North America, between the age groups of about 30 to 60 are the highest influence. And I wonder if it's just all of these perspectives, belief systems being kind of just like shoved at us right now. I'd love for you to expand on that. When 
when we tap into social media, whatever the platform is, we read a post, we see a live, we read a little, little blurb, right? That's on the bottom. It's almost like we're energetically sending this connection to that person, to whomever posted that thing, to whomever was on the live. And if you're more intuitive, if you're more empathic, you're going to pick up on the energy behind that. So they can be putting information out there that they feel is something everybody should know. And yet you're energetically tapping into maybe the fear behind it, to the anxiety, to the anger, to whatever emotion it is that that person is feeling when they posted that thing, when they were on the live. And if we just kind of, it's almost like fractal, right? We're on Facebook and social media and this and that and Instagram, da, 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 da. And all you're getting is like ties, like connections. In the Hawaiian culture, they call them an Aka connection, right? So if you're on all these platforms and all you're getting is this fear kind of programming and the anger and the anxiety, it is easy to see how somebody would just feel anxious. Like you had 10 cups of coffee, but you have no caffeine that day, right? It, it's because you're you're having an energetic connection with that piece of information. And it's really imperative to just cleanse your energy, cut those cords, and really take some time. Like I've I recently took just a few days off social media because I love being informed. However, sometimes the delivery of the information is is a little um it's it's riddled with fear. You know, and I said, can't we just focus on the positive things? Like there's ways to present information that have a positive intention and message behind them, right? So until I start to connect with more individuals like that on social media, and that's one of the reasons why we hit it off, because I just felt like we were so aligned with this, you know, just connect with individuals that are on the same wavelength as you because the statement of I just want to be informed that's in the eye of the beholder so who do you get your information from and if you need a break like you said self-care you need to honor that yeah so the off-grid days are like survival for me so three hours into the bush no cell reception Mm. that's what I need being like a super sensitive uh, individual to like electromagnetics other people's energies so if you're kind of like ah you know just not feeling great lately Give yourself a nature day. Leave your phone at home. We survived a long for a long time without a cell phone. Get yourself the opportunity to be cleansed from the electromagnetics and all of that because there's a lot of interference. It's like static on the airwaves. Mm-hmm. And we need to be careful with this because stress is going to re- deplete your, your adrenals, mess with mm-hmm. your hormones, and then you're going to have more breakouts or accelerated aging. So like bringing this full circle, this is all so interconnected mm-hmm. this may very well be the first time you're hearing about this but i'm so thrilled that you're here taking this journey with annette and i and mm-hmm. yeah as soon as i met you i was like oh my gosh you need to come on the show we're totally aligned yeah. and i just like i find your background of nutrition mm-hmm. and psychology just totally fascinating mm-hmm. 
So let's talk about forgiveness, past traumas, moving on, releasing. How does unforgiveness actually age us and lower things like our immune system or our body's ability to function in the way that it was designed to function? Yeah. Um, Unforgiveness is, my goodness, I think this is just kind of rampant lately. And it's because there's a lot of things that have happened in the last year and a half, couple of years that have been very divisive. And when we have this um, belief system that we have, if somebody has the opposite belief system, it's almost like we've been programmed to hold a grudge with that person or that group of people. And we think, okay, I'm right. They're wrong. I'm going to you know, me holding onto this anger is justified because I have my belief systems. Or if, for example, there's something from your past that somebody that has crossed a boundary, somebody that has wronged you, right? Everybody has had that experience, everyone. And if you are still holding on to that anger, that um that fear, the hurt, all those emotions, like I said, it gets stored in the body. And forgiveness is not something that really is in the radar and the mindset world too much because we often feel like it's justified. This person really did hurt me. And that is true. Somebody could have done something to you that is just 100% not okay. This is a boundary uh, violation. And it takes space in our body. The unforgiveness, it's almost like you're holding on to bitterness. And have you ever seen somebody who's like bitter? I think of someone who, individuals I've known that when they were older, they just kind of had this like permanent scowl on their face. Like, And this was before the Botox era, okay? <laughs> just a permanent like grumpification on the face and they were always angry and pursed lips and just their face was stuck this way because they kept ruminating on the event that had happened. And they said, you know what? I'm never going to forgive this person. They don't deserve it. I I can completely appreciate that because that person did something to you that was not okay. And holding on to that unforgiveness usually is charged with a lot of anger. So anger in Chinese medicine is associated with liver problems. If we are holding on to this anger and this bitterness, our liver is going to become junked up. It's not going to function optimally. So your emotions will literally be stored in your liver, the anger. And guess what your liver does? It's a filtration system. So your hormones, your ability to lose weight, to lose body fat, your ability to produce killer T cells that your body launches anytime something is in your environment, like a cold or something, you know, that all comes from your liver. Your T cells come from your liver. It is like the Navy SEAL for your immune system, okay? Or the equivalent in another country. It's just so, it's so profound. So for your immune system, you downregulate that when you hold on to anger and unforgiveness. So your immune system is not going to release those T cells that it needs to fight off any kind of bug that comes your way. 
your liver is going to get junked up. Your hormones are going to go out of whack and you won't be able to lose any weight. You're probably going to put on more belly fat than anything else, which is the last thing any man or woman I know that wants. So it's just, it's kind of like a domino effect. And if your hormones are out of whack, you're going to age. I mean, that's what it comes down to, you know, the, the whole calorie in and out. It's, it's, it's a very outdated system. Yes, they do matter, but hormones are really at the the crux of things and gut health. And also toxic load. Reducing mm-hmm. our toxic load is really key. I just had Dr. Serge on the show yes, here. I heard that. So that was a funny episode. His name's Dr. Serge. He was in Texas in an electrical storm. My Wi-Fi was out at the house. I had to tether it off my cell phone. And it was just like a very electric conversation. Mm-hmm. And I just got to say, as you were sharing there, I'm hearing this beautiful raven actually just – ravens are actually songbirds. I don't know if if you all knew that. I live next to a forest. And I just want to read something to you. I just brought up the raven animal totem. The raven totem, like the hummingbird, are very playful and creative. You also find comfort in solitude and enjoy your own company. People with the raven totem – also seek stillness and quiet and often prefer it to the constant onslaught of chatter and noise in their daily lives. And I just want to offer a word of advice here. There's a reason why our medical choices are in the constitution to be kept private. I encourage you all from this point forward to keep your medical choices and decisions to yourself. That is for you to decide what is best for you, body, mind, spirit, energy. And what this will do is help to decrease division in your life. Because we're at a time, human bifurcation choice point, everyone's deciding certain paths, you shouldn't love each other any less. But that information should be kept private. And I want you guys to take this to heart in an effort to help you protect yourself and not open you up to conversations that may then require forgiveness down the road. I want you to bypass this. I just, maybe this is a a method of bypassing this, but I do want us to avoid certain conversations about our private health choices, because I do foresee that this becoming a big safety issue. And unfortunately, I am seeing this in Canada, and it is actually disturbing me quite a bit. And I'm very sorry to have to say that, but that's been on my heart. And I just want to encourage you all to keep your medical information to yourself and private. And I'm just curious if, Annette, you have anything to add to that, if that's a wise decision to keep certain things yourself in an effort to not open up conversations where then forgiveness down the road may be necessary. I think it's very wise. Rachel, to be very selective with the conversations you have, the people that you surround yourself with, um, because we do have an influence over those around us. And if we have a certain belief system or belief about a medical practice that is different than them, or even nutritionally, right? different than them, and it's not a positive one, then we can energetically be influencing 
their health and what comes their way. Where Bruce Lipton, The Biology of Belief, fabulous book. I'm such a nerd for his stuff, right? And he talks about how they took cells. I don't know if it was like heartbeat cells. I forgot the, the genesis of the cells, but two cells, they were divided and then they were spread miles apart and then hundreds of miles apart. And they continued to beat in cohesion. They continued to kind of have the same vibration, the same beat as if they were together, as if they were like intertwined right next to each other. So I think it is, I just got chills when I said that. It's just so important to be very selective with, like you said, the conversations we have with the people we surround ourselves with. And I say focus, I keep going back to focusing on the positive as much as we can. It is something that I think we have the opportunity to make a habit and there, there have been times where unless I know the individuals I'm talking to are on the same page as me and they're even talking about that in a positive way, I may go a little, not as deep, not because I don't want to, just because I want to be very mindful of my energy and what I put out there and what I take in. So just awareness is, is very important, I think. Yeah. And maybe like not putting every aspect of your life on social media anymore because projection and cords are very real, especially mm -hmm. with this recent study looking at a thousand cases uh, with Dr. Terrence Palmer and his work on spirituality and medicine. This stuff is real. And yep. uh, I'm just so incredibly grateful that you're here hanging out with Annette Lopez and I, and you're receiving this message. I just really feel like it's going to just offer protection to um, individuals tuning in here. And yeah, when, when everything is functioning better and we're not in the fear state, we're more in that loving, joyful, high vibe. Yeah. It's kind of like throwing on the rose colored glasses, but sometimes we kind of need to do that to find the calmness, to find the stillness mm -hmm. so that our body isn't in that fear state so that it can just function better. And guess what? Your brain's going to work more logically. You're not going to be making emotional decisions. You're going to be mm -hmm. making more logical decisions. So uh, I definitely believe that we're in a time of some pretty deep psychological W word. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just yeah. need to protect ourselves and stick with people like Annette and I were kind of the balance restorers. That's really what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So how can nutrition help to relieve stress, depression, anxiety, get into the TCM, the exchange of life force with, with enzymes? Go there, mm -hmm. please. I mean, when I first lost the weight, when I first lost the 70 pounds, that was when I was in deep depression. And what I noticed was I, I somewhat transitioned to a nutrition paradigm of like paleo. So I, and here's the thing, Rachel, beforehand I was, everything was organic. It was organic grains, organic dairy. I didn't really do sugar, but I did some fruit. Um, I did a ton of soy, but it was all organic, right? So I thought it was great. And I had some veggies thrown in there. When I went paleo, and this is what worked for me. This may not be for everyone. I can completely appreciate that. It was just so crazy to me how I soon realized that the inflammation that I was experiencing in my body 
was fueling the depression, was fueling me feeling tired. I mean, I was in my 20s, early 20s in grad school, and I could just go to class and come back. I was wiped. I mean, I was so tired. And so when I decreased the inflammation, my body was able to send those signals to each other. The cells were able to communicate. My body wasn't calming chronic inflammation anymore. Going back to what I said earlier, when your body is not putting out an immune fire and it doesn't see all this inflammation and you're getting nutrients, nutrients are key. Okay. If you're doing a lot of processed foods, or even if you're doing a ton of grains, but you're not eating veggies and you're not getting some meats, organ meats, if you're open to that, right? You're going to be nutrient deprived. Your hormones aren't going to function. Your brain is not going to wire and fire together. And anxiety can be driven by a lack of certain B vitamins, right? I mean, I'm sure you've read the studies how it's sad, but they've seen in some vegans that they're severely deficient in a lot of these B vitamins. And because of that deficiency, then they can roll into a depression. So if you are vegan, I would highly suggest finding some B vitamin supplements for you, like a methylfolate to support your brain, to support your wellness so your brain can wire and fire together because you may not be getting that in your nutrient sources currently. And interesting thing I remember, Rachel, was that because of all the inflammation I was experiencing, I had these really just negative thoughts. You know, I thought to myself, just things about my body, things about my ability to, to finish grad school, just all these things. And when we have those negative thoughts, our brain turns on inflammatory cytokines. So then you have this brain inflammation going on that's just a trickle-on-down effect from your nutrition, and it just further compounds. And so I tell women, I said, look, if you really want to focus on your self-esteem as well, Think of your nutritional choices as, as this way to have a better communication with your brain and your spirit. Because if you're deficient in these nutrients, these supplements, these minerals, your neurology, your system is not going to be working well. You know, I say your body is like a custom Lamborghini, okay? Do not you know, treat it like a Ford Fiesta or a golf cart and you're just putting crud into it. You are beautiful. You are divine. You took nine plus months to get here. Okay. Think of yourself like, what are you putting in your body? And find what works for you. It's not going to be the same for everyone. You are worth taking the time to find what works for you. And subsequently, feeling more relief, feeling more positivity, having the depression dissipate. You know, so many choices that we make are actually contributing to the anxiety, like um, caffeine. It's, I hate to admit it, but caffeine, if you have anxiety issues, caffeine may not be your best friend. <laughs> it's actually going to fuel your anxiety. If you're struggling with depression that cocktail you're having every night, the wine you're having every night, it's going to further fuel it. Alcohol I want to talk about alcohol because yeah. 
alcohol back in the day was called spirits. Yes. There's a reason for that. Yes. And so this whole concept of like microdosing, I'm sorry, I'm not on board with psychedelic microdosing for myself Mm -hmm. because personally, I don't want to open myself up to anything that isn't in my highest good and the highest good of humanity. And I think a lot of people are looking for answers right now and they're dabbling. And sure, sometimes these things can be tools. We have to be very careful with things like alcohol and drugs. And I would love for you to just like expand on this a little bit. Like are most of your high vibe clients not doing any of this? What are some of the common trends in regards to substances that you're seeing? It's pretty mixed. It depends on the individual. Um, what, What I have noticed is, you know, I'm in Austin, Texas, and I want to say MAPS now has an office here. They were based out of California. So like you said, microdosing, using these plant medicine tools to get some relief and to work through some trauma. However, that's in a setting where you have about two therapists next to you, helping you process everything, helping you work through it, right? I think so many times, and this is um, a lesson that I got from my kumu, and kumu means teacher in Hawaiian. He said, you know, when you're taking plant medicine, when you are wanting to experience a life-altering shift, he said, it really depends on the lineage. The, The lineage of where is the medicine coming from? Who are the practitioners that are with you? Did they learn this because it's a lineage that's been passed down and they take that responsibly seriously? Or did they just do YouTube something and cool, they gave you a microdose and here's a crystal bowl and done? No. I mean, there has to be intention and integrity in these choices. And I think what happens is so often those that have done plant medicine maybe aren't surrounded by individuals that have the proper training, that have the lineage, and that know how to handle um, handle whatever comes their way. And they have to be a clear conduit as well. So they have to be doing the work on themselves. They have to come into this grounded, neutral place, being in the light and focusing on your highest intention and knowing that what they want for you is for you to grow in a very positive way and have a positive experience. If a practitioner comes in with this, like a plant medicine ceremony, and they haven't done any work on themselves, uh, all four bodies, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, are kind of just not working at their best capability, and you're open, you can both influence each other, right? So I, I just think it I think it's possible for it to work. It's I don't know that it's for me. And I would say be very mindful if you're wanting to look into this. Like take your time. It's not just about looking at the reviews. Really talk to this person, see what the process is like, and see if it's right for you. Because, you know, I'm going to a spiritual retreat here in a in uh a couple weeks, and my mentor, he said. There's a very strict protocol that we have going into this. No alcohol, no caffeine, no sugar, no da-da-da-da. I said, okay, well, I'm I'm pretty much already 
almost there. <laughs> Just a couple little tweaks. But it's because our bodies are spiritually getting prepped for the learnings that are coming in. It's because our bodies are our temples. We live in our body. We can't, you know, sh like change this. You can check into a different hotel. You're you're checked into your body. There's no checking out. Okay, until the final checkout. And I think when you imbibe, I would say take a minute and see why you are having that beverage, that plant medicine, that um, alcohol. Because if you're doing this to escape the reality that you have going on and you're really stressed, I've been there. I'll raise my hand. I'm not perfect. I've done it. You know, I've been there. I, I love a good rosé. Don't get me wrong. And I know that if I drink, I have an aura ring. You can see this right here. I have an aura ring. And my sleep is crud that Agreed. night. Me my too. blood sugar, your blood sugar gets dysregulated. So then when you wake up the next day, one, you've had crappy sleep. Two, you're going to crave a ton of carbs and sugar, which is going to make matters worse. And it's, it's just this like snowball effect with your health. So if, so for example, I would, I think of, I did a photo shoot last week, right? And I hadn't had any alcohol in maybe a month. And we did the shoot and my friend said, this is like a big deal. Let's just have a glass of champagne. So I did. I had a glass of champagne. We toasted. It was during the day. I did my glutathione after. I got a vitamin uh, shot after that to clear everything out. And the intention for it was to celebrate, right? To celebrate everything that's being put out in the world right now not to just totally get tipsy and disconnect with reality, right? So intention, I think, is very important as well. So it's funny you mentioned that, like, doing this prep for some of these journeys. I'm still reading The Mists of Avalon. Literally, I'm savoring the heck out of this book. It is just absolutely such a beautiful book. And when it talks about priestess training, they get taken into the mists of Avalon and they're told to not eat meat. They are not having any wine. And back then it's like King Arthur's time. Like they had wine mm -hmm. with every meal. They're just having the water from the wells. So like structured, super healthy water. So I got the Soma Vedic behind me. I got the Arc pendant here. And these all help to structure water. So it's, it's interesting how like when you look at the way that people lived before to really secure their temple and and get themselves ready for some some inner work some heavy work a lot of it is not exposing yourself to things that are gonna you know be toxins on the body mm -hmm. and take away from energy and life force that could be better used and channeled for other things so if you're listening to this and you're an empath you got to pay close attention to this mm-hmm so Annette, do you have any closing remarks for our rather deep conversation <laughs> here, talking about the links between things like our aging belief system, psychological and nutrition tips for health optimization and aging and possibly well for many years? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I think that right now, kind of going back to the forgiveness practice um, that we've talked about before and the idea of forgiveness there is a technique called Ho'oponopono, and it is a beautiful technique. I have taken groups through um, release work for this, 
And what it does is it's a forgiveness practice, but the forgiveness is for you. The forgiveness is so that you can release any kind of anger, anxiety, fear, um, just like a grudge if you have against somebody. This is for you. This is so your body, your health, your wellness, your skin, your beauty, everything gets cleared. Because remember that we have these cords, these connections that we have with everyone that we've come into contact with. Yes. And in this practice, it's really just this closed eye meditation that I take you through. And you imagine everybody you've come into contact with. You can even think of family members if there's a past event in your life, ex-relationships, certain groups of individuals that have made decisions for you that you may not agree with whatever it is, just imagine that you are energetically cutting those cords with that group, those individuals, and it, one, clears your energy, and two, it almost is like an energetic bath. So what I'll do is I'll do this throughout the day, and I'll do it right before I go to bed, and you'll be amazed at to, as to how you'll be easier to fall, it'll be easier to fall asleep because you're not still having this like monkey mind going and the energy between you and the individuals that you've come into contact with for the day goes back to them, comes back to you, and you're just kind of like a clear channel. So it's a really amazing practice to have right now. And for those that are listening, like you said, that are empaths that are really wanting to support others and, and bring light to this world, this is especially crucial for you because you're here to make mass change and it goes back to the self-care. So this it's a seven minute practice that I take you through. I recorded a custom link that'll be in the show notes. I encourage you to do this to take your power back, clear the cords. And you know, one of the questions I've had from people is, well, what if somebody, I just don't want to forgive someone. I said, I can totally appreciate that because they might have done something that was not okay. And how much easier would your life be without the anger you have towards the situation? How much quicker would your body heal? How much more of a glow would you have in your skin if you had released that? It doesn't make what they did okay. Not in any way. This is for you. This is a forgiveness practice for yourself and for your body to tap into that parasympathetic state and go into peace. And peace is something that right now we have the opportunity to cultivate and become stronger in that that practice. So I would say start with Ho'oponopono if if you're you're new to release work and if you need further assistance, I can jump on a call with you. We can do a coaching call. And I can help you release some of these deep-seated emotions that you have right now. Because I've worked with so many individuals lately that just say, you know what, I've, I have so much anger about everything that's going on right now. I have a lot of fear, a lot of fear about what's going on. And I said, okay, let's get on a call. Let's release this anger so that you can then find a positive solution. Because if you're functioning through fear, the choices you make, like you mentioned earlier, are going to be very different than if you are making them from a calm, centered, balanced, and empowered state. 
And that is something that I can help you release in a call. <laughs> yeah. It's very it's, easy to do. Yeah. It's really important to seek that, that professional guidance right now uh, mm-hmm. with therapists because not only are we going through some crazy times, uh, we've also lost, right? So we're experiencing grief. I just actually did a consultation with a beautiful psychotherapist and she's like, people are grieving right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not always just a, a matter of like, releasing stuff it's a matter of doing the shadow work and feeling like those emotions and then working working through it Mm -hmm. so i would love to invite each and every one of you into something here be sure to register for my next private skin camp this is where the juicy stuff is if you think the podcast is juicy skin camp is like a million times juicier more off the cuff kind of style uh with yours truly here And my next skin camp starts in a few weeks and register at rachelvarga.ca. Also get on my newsletter. It's this little pop-up at rachelvarga.ca. That's how you can stay connected. And when you tune in for the, uh, when you get the early bird and VIP registration, you'll get my dermal rolling advanced protocols demo and then VIPs, uh, save 15% during the time of the program on any skincare supplements, stuff like that. And in my next skin camp, we're going to have Annette join us for a very private closed container call. And we can all enjoy a Ho'oponopono meditation together. Mm -hmm. And I invite each and every one of you in there. And you can learn more about Annette Lopez at creativelynourished.net. And I just want to remind everyone, I know for myself, I mean, I was in a a second car accident a year and a half, two and a year and a half span, crazy, about two months ago. And because of that, I've had to basically do like 20% less than I I could before. So you may just also find uh, you can't maybe work at the same pace and rate than you did before. Give your body, mind, spirit grace when you're noticing that you need to protect your energy a little bit more and focus on your reserves and not deplete yourself and give yourself the grace to do that. Trust me, you're going to be more vibrant. You're going to show up better for yourself, your loved ones and all of that. And I'm really excited, actually. I I would love to keep going with you, Annette, but I got to go do a whole bunch of biohacking this afternoon (laughs) and and work on my body, mind, spirit, energy Mm -hmm. with recovery, use some pretty high-tech um, options that upgrade, which is pretty sweet. So Annette, thank you so much for joining us here today. And I definitely want to have you back on the show. Absolutely. And everybody just have a, a fabulous one. Make mm-hmm. sure that you're reaching out for support when you need it. Someone like Annette can work with you one-on-one if you need some, uh, some, some one-on-one work to talk to somebody. This is really important. And let's just all help Keep each other grounded, balanced, centered, and aligned. You helped me this morning, Annette. Just get ready for this call because I felt like uh, there's some some interesting stuff. And uh, you can also find a lot of my favorite things at rachelvarga.ca forward slash favorites when we're talking about um, like different health optimization stuff. Um, my favorite things, supplements, nutrition, kits, um, options are all there and I'm constantly tweaking and updating that list. Some of my special savings codes are there too. So here to take this ride and journey with all of you beautiful souls. And thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks Annette for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye everybody.